Do you ever look around and think, who the hell am I? What do I want out of life? What do I even do for fun? <laughs> yeah, I know the feeling. Hey, I'm Megan. I'm married to my high school sweetheart and we had three kids before the age of 24. I was so busy trying to be what I thought everyone else wanted me to be that I never slowed down long enough to ask, is this what I want? I had no idea who I was and what was going to make me happy. And while I'm still trying to figure that out, I've come a long way. And I wanted to share that with you because I know you want more too. And I want us to do this together. I want to be real with you. No sugar-coated bullshit here. Each week, we'll tackle different subjects ranging from career, health, relationships, parenting, and more. I'll be sharing stories from my personal life as well as interviewing some pretty cool guests. Together, we'll unlock our ambition and reach for more. Let's go. Hello, hello. Uh, today's episode is actually inspired by someone that I follow on TikTok. Uh, her handle is Domestic Blisters. Um, I know she has a book. Um, I'll get some of her other social handles if I can find them, and I will add them in the show notes. But basically, her content is all about setting boundaries and communicating what you need and making sure that your house and your spaces are functional for you rather than being perfectly spotless and clean. Because as much as I would love for my house to be perfectly spotless and clean all the time, there are five people and three animals who live here and I don't have a cleaning person or like a live-in nanny or um, I don't know, access to all of these other supports that would make that a realistic (laughs) thing for me to want to achieve. And so um, I know I mentioned in my last episode that keeping my space tidy does help with my anxiety. Um, But letting go of that perfectionism that my house has to be clean and tidy all the time is really helpful. So check her out. Um, But something that she posted (laughs) last week, I'm still thinking about it, and it's so funny. She called it mommy dick measuring. And (laughs) she was talking about, you know, there's a lot of moms out there on social media. This was on TikTok, so it was in reference to TikTok. Um, There are a lot of moms out there who are like, oh, I can't believe you give your kid this. I would never. My kid only gets this or whatever. Whatever it is, you know that mom. You've seen her. You've interacted with her. Maybe your kids are friends with one of her kids. Um, She's a fucking asshole, okay? (laughs) She just is. And what this person was saying was, you know, that's great for you. It's not my job to be as good of a mom as you are. That's not my goal. That will never be my goal. My job is to be the best mom that I can be, that I know how to be. And what a mindset shift, you know? Um, making sure that instead of comparing yourself to the super mom who is the president of the PTA and always has 
home cooked meals sent into her for her kids lunches um her car is always clean she always has her hair and makeup done at the soccer field like you know you know who i'm talking about she is um who we all think we're supposed to be right and if we spend all of our time and energy and focus trying to be that person instead of focusing on being the best person that we can be because we have other strengths okay then we suffer and our family suffers too so really understanding what your priorities are and what's important and meaningful to you can help kind of reframe and restructure make it a little bit easier for you not to compare yourself to someone else because maybe there's a mom who gets up religiously every day at 5 a.m and she is in the gym she eats clean all the time um you know and you live off of mcdonald's and chick-fil-a and you haven't seen the gym in the last five years it's okay for you to have different priorities one is not better than the other right? Um, where I live, it's like a, it's like a beauty pageant sometimes at the soccer field, right? (laughs) These moms come in, their hair is curled, their makeup is done. They have like a really cute outfit on. And those outfits in my closet are reserved for like special occasions. Okay. You're lucky if I brush my hair on my way to the soccer field, I roll up in damn near my pajamas with a ponytail and a bare face unless I'm going somewhere else directly from the soccer field. But nine times out of 10, I'm not. You know why? Because my Saturdays are committed to the soccer field, to the lacrosse field, to running my kids to birthday parties. Like I don't, I rarely have somewhere else to be that requires me to put that kind of effort into my look. I'd rather get the few minutes of sleep or um, have a few minutes to myself and whatever, whatever my priorities are, whatever I did that morning to make myself feel good. Um, just because someone else feels good when they get up and get dressed and get ready for the day, that doesn't make me bad. That doesn't make her bad. It just makes us different. And that is what is so beautiful. Okay. So remembering that your job is not to be the best mom that she can be. Your job is to be the best mom that you can be. And also, after you identify this, you know, version of yourself, this mom that you want to be, there will be days that you'll fall short. There just will. We all have bad days. You're not going to be the mom that you strive to be every single day. And on those days, you should give yourself the same kind of kindness and grace and love that you would give to your daughter when she comes to you when she has kids and says I wasn't the mom that I wanted to be today what would you say to her you wouldn't say to her well you're a piece of shit (laughs) you know you would say you know we all have bad days no there's no such thing as a perfect mom um you know whatever Those are the things that you should be saying to yourself instead of beating yourself up about your shortcomings for the day. So sticking with this theme of motherhood is not a competition. Like, 
there's no gold star. There's no um, mommy Olympics. <laughs> like we create this competition amongst ourselves, whether it's you know through our interactions in real life or on social media or whatever especially on social media. Oh my God. And especially if those people on social media are like rich people who have the things that I mentioned earlier, nannies, someone who cleans their house, so they get meals, you know, they're, they, they're part of those like meal clubs. They send all of the meals right to your house and you just have to put them in. So they're like these perfectly uh, balanced, nutritious, beautiful looking meals, but they didn't even go to the grocery store and get those meals. You know, like, and again, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that if you don't have those kinds of support systems in place in your life, you cannot compare what goes on in your house to what you see on their Instagram page. Because what you see on Instagram are like glimpses, tiny seconds of time. And sometimes, most of the times, not even sometimes, holy shit, Almost always those pictures are staged and taken and retaken and taken again and change the lighting, change the filter, um, you know, all kinds of stuff. So anyway, stop comparing yourself to that person, especially if you know that you don't have the same resources as they do. In addition, stop trying to do it all, you guys, like I had a conversation a couple weeks ago and people were like, you know, (laughs) I don't ever like bake the cookies for the school fundraiser or like the party or whatever. I always sign up for like the napkins and the paper plates and I make a friend with someone else on the PTA who is like on her shit so that she can remind me when all of this crap is due because I don't have the time. (laughs) And You know, I kind of sat back and thought about it because for a long time, you know, I had guilt about working outside of the home because that's not growing up. That's not what I thought I wanted. And so I had all of that guilt. Um, You know, I didn't have as much flexibility in my work back then. So I couldn't just, you know, show up at school on these special party days. And, you know, I tried, I did sometimes, but there were things that I had to miss. Um, and so to make up for that, I would like be up all night baking the brownies or whatever. And when I say I baked brownies, I mean like the Betty Crocker, like all you need is eggs and oil type of thing. I'm, I'm not cooking anything or baking or baking anything from scratch, but like now I realize that I wasn't doing that stuff for my kids. I was doing that stuff to make myself feel better about the guilt that I had. And it just doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, if it is not in my nature to bake things or to, like put together this like cute little package with all these little gifts for the kids and everything, no. Absolutely not. You get like a Valentine's Day card with like a sticker on it. That is it. I'm not putting together a care package for 35 fucking kids. Sorry. 
I'm just not doing that. And that's great for those moms who like get enjoyment out of that because I can see how it's like fun and it's a creative outlet and, you know, it's exciting for the kids and all of that stuff. I'm not like shitting on those moms who do those things. I'm just saying for me, that would require a lot of effort and a lot of stress and a lot of um, more guilt because I would feel like I wouldn't enjoy doing it. And so then that would probably make me a little bit less happy to be like around. And so I would much rather just get the simple ass cards that come with a piece of candy or a pencil or whatever the hell comes in the box already, have the kids sign it, lick it, stamp it, put it in the envelope and be on my merry way. So I can spend my time doing the things that I enjoy or that we enjoy as a family. And there's nothing wrong with that either. And if you don't stress yourself out to do all of these things just for the performative act of doing it because you think that you have to, then when you do take the time to make the brownies, put together the care package or whatever the thing is that you think you should be doing and you're not doing, When you do make the time to do those things, it becomes a special thing that your kids will remember, right? If we force ourselves to do all of this shit all the time, it just becomes an expectation and no one really gets anything out of it. No one really benefits. But if you are always doing the things that make more sense for you and your family and your lifestyle. And then sometimes you make time in your schedule. You do the the arts and crafts, you do the extra thing. Then that becomes an experience for your child that they will remember, right? Maybe not when they're 50, but at least for, you know, the next little bit, <laughs> it's, it's like a special bonding opportunity. And so stop stressing yourself out. Stop trying to do it all. Um, there's no, no one wins. No one wins when you try and do it all. And no one wins when you try to be the mom that you see on social media, when you try and be the mom that you see in the car pickup line who's, again, driving the Range Rover, she's got the perfect husband, perfect you know, body, perfect kids are always matching, like perfectly matching outfits and like all of that. I promise you her life is not perfect. That is a promise. Um, and so I know it's hard, but just try to remember that. Okay. Try to remember that it's not your job to be the best mom that she can be. It's your job to be the best mom that you can be. And also stop trying to do all the things just because you think that you should or that you have to or that your kids will not benefit unless. Those those things are lies. They're just not true. Okay. And then another thing I wanted to kind of chat with you guys about, um, there was a conversation I was having with a mom who was like coming down to the wire. She needed to make a decision about her kids going back to school in a hybrid setting because her kids have not been in school 
Yet this year, the schools have been closed where she lives and they're getting ready to reopen for more of a hybrid scenario. And she was asking me like my experience with my school, with, with my kids going hybrid and you know what I thought about it. And she was like, you know, I just don't want to make the wrong choice. And I said to her, you know, there is no such thing as the wrong choice. The only choice is the choice that you make given the information that you have about the situation and what you know about your child. That is all. You make the best choice that you can given those things. There's no right or wrong. And if it turns out later that, you know, whatever the decision is in in this example, um, that it wasn't the most beneficial option, you can always like pivot. Nothing is ever set in stone. So like some, (laughs) an example of this in my life recently is that my oldest wanted to wrestle when he was in middle school in the worst way. And I would not allow it. That was a big fat hell to the no from me. Um, And that was because of my own experiences with wrestling teams and weight management um, and cutting weight and those sorts of things that I thought were ridiculously unhealthy for the individual at the time. And then also like forever, forever and ever, as long as that person lives. Um, I did not do any research I didn't talk to anybody else who has kids now who wrestle. Um, I just let myself make the decision based off of my own experience and what I knew and what I knew about my child at the time. Okay, hell no. Fast forward a couple years, he goes to high school and he is recruited for the wrestling team because wrestling coaches are just always looking for people because there's so many weight classes and all of these things. And I, again, was like, oh, I don't know, but like you're older now, you should be able to make decisions for yourself. I shouldn't have to give you like permission to do something at school. So I did talk to the coach. We talked about, you know, my concerns with cutting weight and weight management and those types of things. Um, And now this sport has become like part of his identity and he excels at it. And I sit here and I'm like, Jesus Christ, how much further along could he be if he had three more years of experience? And I didn't prevent him from that. That doesn't mean that I made the wrong choice. That doesn't mean that I should continue to feel bad about the choice that I made. That means that now, okay, we've identified that this is a strength. We've identified that this is something that he enjoys. We identified that this is something that he may continue to do in college. And so now my job is to provide him with all the opportunities available, all of the extra clubs, all of the extra running around to different practices, all of those things. Now I can make that pivot. I can make that switch. So I don't have to feel bad about the choice that I made because you never know going back, maybe he would have had um, interactions with a different coach that had a different mindset. Um, 
he wasn't as mature back. You know what I mean? Like just because it's right now doesn't mean that it was right for him then. So I don't know. I feel like this episode was kind of rambly, but there were these topics about like being a mom and mom guilt and like things that we do and the comparison. Um, So I just really wanted to get this message out there because I feel like someone needed it just like always. (laughs) So um, I always try to keep my content relevant and meaningful to Um, you all that listen. And so if you like this episode, please share it on Instagram. Make sure you tag me, megan.edinger. I'd love to hear your feedback. And um, yeah, I will chat with you next week. Hey, babe. Mom. 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 (laughs) Shit, you guys, I gotta go. If you like this, make sure you share it with a girlfriend. And also be sure to tag me on Instagram, at megan.edinger. I'd be so appreciative. Until next time, unlock your ambition, girl.